0: This is the Best Hang Podcast featuring Max Kerman, Shane Cunningham, and I am Mike Beerman. Welcome to the Best Hang Hang, I am Mike. We got Max. We got Shane. Guys, what's going on? Listeners, maybe you've noticed. And I don't know if it's the magic of Sapsucker. I'm going to chalk it up to that. But my voice... Feels like I'm back in the Mike <laughs> Veerman zone, guys. How have you been? I feel much better than I did last podcast, and I'm glad that I have my the, the, the tool that I use for this podcast, which is my voice, and I'm glad to have it back. How are you two doing? Podcast, Mike, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Freudian slip. I don't sharpen
2: know. sharpen that tool. Yeah, for real. Yeah, <laughs> actually, I think they want us to try a new flavor or something coming up next week's Ooh. episode. But uh, but uh, but I was, and we we're recording this episode at 9 a.m. And I was like, yes. Do we really want to be drinking bubbly at 9 a.m. And and I see you're drinking a bubbly and I'm like, I drink probably five or six cans of
0: bubbly related things a day. Yeah, You can't start before like 11 AM, but you're doing it right now. That's insane. I, I, you know what? I was about to jump on the mic and do this podcast with you guys. And I was like, I feel like I need a lime sapsucker. And so that's exactly <laughs> what Zap I did.
4: sucker is different though, than a traditional bubbly.
2: Cause it goes down smoother. It doesn't mm. have that throat burn. Mm. Yes, nice. exactly.
0: Very cool. Exactly.
2: Hey Mike, you, just before we started rolling, you mentioned that. Um, you and Winona were rocking out to heavy metal music. Yes. Um, and I, and was, you posted a very adorable video of you two going, going hard and, and, you know, dancing to some, some of
0: the songs of your youth, like name a, name a couple. Well, she out of nowhere, it was like, I want to listen to loud music. And my daughter, Winona Frayman doesn't know she's three years old. And I was like loud. I was like, all right. So I started kind of going through like my brain of like, what are some loud songs? So like I, I quickly hit up the, the you know, the Apple music and I'm like, cut my life into pieces. And so she like getting into that. And then I ended up remembering uh, uh, Metallica has a song Fuel, which like I love. I saw them play it on SNL years ago, like in the 90s. And I'm not like a huge heavy metal guy, but they played this song. It's like, give me fuel, give me fire, give me that which I desire. And they did it on SNL. And I remember like watching it and I'm not like a huge Metallica fan, but I was like blown. I was like, oh, I get it. I get why Mm. people get into this. So I started playing that one. And for some reason i don't know if it's a veerman gene thing but it, it it struck a chord in her and she started like slam dancing around our basement and it was making me laugh so hard so then like i got into slam dancing with her and then danica came into the room and she's like what is going on down here and then so she started filming it and it looked so stupid and i was like i'm just i'm gonna post this because it's so you were
4: the star of the video no offense to win <laughs> But you were hilarious. That was one of the funniest things you've ever posted. And I hit the back thing and watched it again and again. Yeah. It was one of those things where Alex had to ask what I was laughing at in the other room. <laughs> it was really good. I love watching parents in those videos more than the kids. Yeah. And Danica's had a couple of good ones that she's had me laughing too. <laughs> But it's. I'm always looking at the parent for the uh, comedy.
2: I'm watching it right now. We we should post this. This is really yeah. Like you, you do gotta watch. Ridiculous. You gotta watch it with
0: the sound. Yeah, you know, the sound really sells it. <laughs> it's,
2: yeah, it's, the sound adds to it. Really, it's actually funnier. Maybe it works the sound. both yeah. ways. Don't get me wrong, but the <laughs> yeah. sound
4: elevates the comedy.
2: Hey, I know uh, you're you're gonna love your kids unconditionally, but like, and it's hard to predict like what annoying trends. Um, are going to be around when they become like teenagers or whatever. But is there like a, a thing you're kind of dreading that they get into? Like, Oh, I hope they're not into magic. The gathering or like, um, <laughs> uh, you know, or, what is that? I don't even know what that is, but like, oh, you okay. know, like, or, or like, you know, like metal. magic like, cards, ever had like people yeah, that are magic into, like cards. magic. That yeah, yeah, was, don't was a random about. pull. But yeah. like, but if my kid got really into like Slipknot or something like that, I'd be like, this fucking sucks. <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> I would be so fucking annoyed. Like, is there anything that you're like, oh god i just hope they're not into this thing
4: alex was a big punk when she was young and her brother had a mohawk where he glued his hair up and (laughs) dyed it green and everything (laughs) so so that was their thing Mm. uh but yeah no i'm not really scared of anything like that no i figure everything's just a phase yeah yeah. from now till they're 20 the it's just a
2: phase Mm. so i'm not scared yeah that's a massive mug <laughs> you're drinking out of it. Yeah. It looks really big. <laughs> yeah. Well, you
4: know, I drink three coffees before ten, so I might as well just drink one really huge one.
0: Maxie, did you I was gonna ask just before we move on to big news, you know, I want to hear all about Buffalo and our Kells Three Night Stand. Mm. But did you have any phases as a kid that you think was annoying to your parents?
2: You know, they were they're very loving and sort of cultivating of whatever I was into. But I, I take after my dad in a lot of ways. So like I was into a lot of the stuff he was into. So like basketball baseball the beatles motown like those are things that i exclusively did till i was like 12 years old so i think for my dad who would have loved me (laughs) no matter what uh, I was sort of a best case scenario. I do remember though, this new kid showed up in grade three named Lindsay Bolter and Lindsay Bolter thought it was really cool to talk in a baby voice. Uh, what do you mean? I'm just a little baby. I'm, I don't know what you mean. And we thought Lindsay was the coolest fucking guy. And that so, does not sound like a baby voice for the record. Whatever but my baby voice is. And it's then, just like a weird accent. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot how we did it. Uh, but I remember, I do remember coming home and speaking in a baby voice for a number of weeks. And then like, at the dinner table my dad was like can you can you please stop that <laughs> like, like he, that was like the one thing he put his foot down which in yeah. retrospect i completely agree with because that would have been very fucking annoying uh but but yeah what what, would you, what do you think was the phase that most annoyed your your respective parents or maybe the like not going to school phase <laughs> and like, yeah. no, not graduating yeah. school
4: <laughs> yeah i think they were just concerned like maybe i wouldn't be successful in any way. And I think that's stressful because all all parents want their children to succeed. And I think there was a phase where it felt like maybe I didn't even care if I was going to succeed, mm. which is scary.
0: Yeah, I... I feel like, well, one, like the stuff, I was very much like you, Max, like Beatles, baseball, things like that. Um, but because I was like, I feel like by the time I was 14, my family was already looking to me to lead. So like mm. I anything <laughs> I was into, they were kind of like, Mike's got this. Talk to Mike. Mike's fine. You know what I mean? So it, like anything I would have done, they, they wouldn't have really questioned. They just would have been like, oh, Mike will be fine. Mike's got this. So it wasn't like I ever had any like talking tos or anything like that or Mm. phases that troubled them because the bar was you know pretty low down
4: (laughs) yeah i never had a talking to either come to think of it i just think when i was like probably 22 or 23 it was just like oh okay like you know he's gonna work at talis and that's a thing and that that's fine too but Mm -hmm. i think they just thought Oh, maybe I won't I won't be what I wanted to be, which was to work in television and stuff. Because it seemed like that window was closing for me. Mm. Mm. They showed them, but it, rammed it open. If I was if you're a teenager and you're in a slipknot or Marilyn Manson or something, do you think any 25-year-old still listens to Marilyn Manson? Like <laughs> it feels like it's impossible to like Marilyn Manson into your 20s or Slipknot.
2: Um, who's the band? Oh, uh, my niece, my 15 year old niece was wearing a tool t-shirt the other day. Wow. I was like, I was like, you can't possibly like tool like you're just wearing this because you think the shirt is cool. Right. She's like, no, I love tool. They're my favorite band. I'm like, what the fuck? Uh, and then I called our buddy Brent, who's a big tool fan. And they started talking about, like I put them on speakerphone and they
0: started talking about their favorite songs for like five minutes. I was like, all right, I'm hanging up this phone call. They're like <laughs> a tool is like a technically proficient band. I feel really? like, like people nerd out on tool. Like people that are in t- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> also um, yeah. we posted a controversial TikTok about me claiming to not
2: know any Nirvana songs. Cause I was like, no, not for me. What? not doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're, you're always uh, worried about upsetting, you know, Dave Grohl or something, you know, like one day Dave Grohl might find out that, you know, Max from Markell said he didn't care for Nirvana that much.
0: Well, what and, was your uh, position that you dislike them or you don't know their songs? I well, didn't Nick it. asked
2: me, uh, can you name five Nirvana songs? And I said, right. of course not. No. And then Anthony tried to convince me that they sound like the Beatles or something. I was like, no, they don't stop it. And, uh, I don't know.
0: I, 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 I don't I th- want to relitigate this, but Anthony's not wrong. Melodically, like a lot of the building blocks of the way Kurt wrote songs, do come from early Beatles. That's the secret of Nirvana. Is that yeah, they're just a pop band. exactly? Like
2: it's not a hardcore band or yeah. anything. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. I do think that um, I was speaking for a silent majority, though. There's some people who, in the comments, were like, "Finally, someone is speaking my truth." So I thought, <laughs> well, Nirvana's not a cool band to like, <laughs> no. I don't know. Come
4: on, they're the most. It's, the Beatles aren't a cool band to like. It's just a band you like because they're good. By the way, are you sitting on it's the? It's not f- cool. Are you sitting on the floor right now? I am. I'm on the floor. Why? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I don't know. This is a podcast, Max. We can't comment on everything I'm doing visually if we're not going to show it. I'm sitting on the floor. And you got a messy okay? bed next
0: to you there. You too. got some laundry on the bed. You're. <laughs> this isn't my doing. This is wow. This is Alex.
2: Yeah, it's a big mountain. It's a big mountain.
4: Yeah, we're going away... On uh, tomorrow. So it's Where you that time you pull out all the clothes. Toronto, the big city. Oh,
2: okay.
4: <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're just going to see a Raptors game, but we're going to stay there a few nights away from the
2: children, oh. which is
4: a big outing when you're a parent. That's, That's exciting. exciting. Well, yeah.
2: well um, speaking of big out- outings, we, we did play in Buffalo this week.
0: Yes. Let's get to it for people <laughs> yeah. that don't know. And I, I can't imagine anyone that listens to this podcast doesn't know. Our Kel's just had a, a, what looked like on the socials. Cause Shane and I weren't there like a triumphant mm-hmm. uh, return to a three night stand at the town ballroom in Buffalo max was it as glorious uh in person as it seemed uh watching from afar
2: yeah it was awesome crowd was great buffalo was on fire it was um just everything you kind of hope for we haven't had any show since september a lot to think about a lot to learn we um hadn't played a lot of the new songs from blink once so that was like a first for us we played like the whole record basically which is cool <clears throat> and buffalo like really shows up for our kells and the morning after the first show, I posted a TikTok about this. Um, a guy is literally driving down the main drag, holding up his uh, Buffalo Bills Arkells shirt that we made because he was at the event the night before. So he's like literally driving down the street, holding his uh, shirt out the window so I, I could see it, which is cool. And I was felt very flattered. I felt like kind of like a big shot when that happened. The next morning i'm uh sitting at a starbucks just sort of collecting myself doing my morning coffee It's sort of like a busy starbucks and um some guy at the door yells across and he's like yo max max from arkell's and then i look over and i'm kind of smiling and i'm like yeah yeah hey how's it going he goes you're a fucking loser go (sighs) stick a hundred vaccines up your ass fuck you and then walks out. whoa <laughs> this was in person at a person. coffee shop <laughs> a coffee shop <laughs> i almost respect that in a car that's so cowardly but to do that face to face. yeah that's uh that's brave he did just walk out right after he didn't really confront, which i'm actually happy about because it was sort of unsettling you know to be yelled at in that way um, what were the
0: people what was the reaction of the people in the
2: coffee shop I think most people were probably confused because they're probably not necessarily like Arkell's fans. Like, what the fuck is going on? It all, it happened pretty quickly. And then he tweeted at me an hour later being, uh, it was actually kind of interesting. His, uh, tweet, he has sort of a, um, Bruce Arthur vendetta, vendetta, I guess His, his Twitter, Twitter handle is Bruce Arthur is a spy, I think. Oh, and he, I think he's, he's after Bruce for being uh, someone who's been probably particularly COVID cautious right? Um, in his reporting. And uh, let's see, do I have the tweet here? Um, and uh, then he just said, yo, that was me who told you you're a fucking asshole and to stick a hundred vaccines up your ass. <laughs> he, he just repeated <laughs> what he said to me in the start. He wants a reaction. Did, did you react? I, I liked it.
4: <laughs> no. but but in person how do you react do you smile do you wave do you mutter
2: something well you know like this sort of like you know that photo i posted of like uh the moment we found out uh tom hanks had covid and it's like that last supper photo and i'm just smiling in it smiling yeah because yeah, i'm like so sort of like in shock uh, yeah i kind of just went straight to the smile uh, shane how would you have reacted i was thinking about your reaction to the vancouver men uh, who who I'd laugh
4: for sure I, I couldn't help but laugh at that. that that is like a direct person confronting me so to me that's just shocking and funny mm-hmm. but if somebody... Thinks they're gonna get away with something and just say something and be gone. Like if a car goes by and's like, "Nice pants, idiot!" Mm-hmm. I will chase the car <laughs> and hope that they catch a red. And I've done that before. Oh, really? I, th- I I threw a um a booster juice at a car before. Oh, that's expensive too. <laughs> and that it was one of those snack size ones. It was the uh, the milkshake funky. It was thicker, okay. and it exploded all over the car in the best way wow. it was awesome it was awesome it like painted the car
2: what did what did they say to you to, to cause you to do that oh it
4: was something I, I was furious um yeah i've had yeah i've had moments yeah i've kicked a um what's it what are those things called on the side of the car the rearview mirror i've kicked a rearview mirror off a car before
2: <laughs> what that, that's like yeah. vandalism man
4: Well, they they were... uh, Vandalizing your emotions?
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's a long story, but yeah, yeah.
4: The person was harassing me, and that was my only way to get them to stop.
2: Aren't you worried, though, it's going to escalate into a fight or something like that? Like, are you ready to throw down?
4: I'm not ready to throw down, no. But I don't think about that. I'm not thinking two steps ahead. I'm just thinking it's like how an animal is just (laughs) using the scare. Like a cat. Like a cat smacks a tiger in the face. The tiger's like, oh shit, this is scary. I could probably kill this cat, but I'm scared of the cat. And that's what I, what I'm relying <laughs> <And> you're on. You're <laughs> the cat. Who's acting. Yeah. Crazy can beat strength in a lot of ways.
2: <laughs> that's the bet.
4: Yeah. Like what Ooh, if I gouge top. your eyes and you could kick my ass? Mm. You don't want
2: that. Mm. Mike, when's the last time you got into a shouting confrontation with somebody? Has that happened at all lately?
0: No, come on. I No, I can't imagine getting confrontational. I tend to get more cerebral in, when confronted in moments like that. Like I'll, mm. I start to, my brain. What does that look like? I, my brain starts to go a million miles a minute. Like I start thinking... What's my out? Like I start thinking of the five d- different ways it could go. I'm like, is it going to get physical? If it gets physical, how am I going to react? Am I mm. going to front? Like I'm going to get physical, which is a, a bit of a, a gamble because if they do want to get physical, now I'm committed to that. Do I de-escalate? Am I protecting mm. pride? Basically my brain starts to go a million miles a minute in that that moment but mm. i tend to sort of be more quiet and let the situation reveal itself as opposed to sort of having like hot blinding rage max your smile is probably more how i lean i might make a comment like if that guy had said that to me like are you max markels like stick a hundred vaccines up your ass and then storms out i might have been like uh, you know thanks for listening or oh my fit fa- it's always great to meet a fan like i might have said something like that <laughs> loud enough <laughs> I, for- I always wish i had those quips yeah sean
2: dawson uh, i told sean dawson about it and he used to say, like, you should said you only need three (laughs) right (laughs) exactly that would have been funny like i've never quick in the moment but actually so he tweeted
0: or like there's uh, still tickets available for tonight like i would have yelled something (laughs) like so that the people in the restaurant i would try to de-escalate with humor for the rest of the people because i would have been mildly embarrassed so i would have tried to have a line that was self-deprecating if that that's probably how i deal with it
4: yeah i wouldn't have been able to come up with it but i definitely wouldn't that wouldn't enrage me at all Mm. like i would just smile and laugh
2: Um, so the guy goes, Hey, Max from Arkell's just saw you at Starbucks. I hope you enjoy your million vaccines up your ass. Yours truly common sense. And then somebody responded to him, uh, because his Twitter handle is like Bruce Arthur is a spy. And then somebody responded to him. Hey, Bruce, I saw him anti-masking in Starbucks. I can't believe he refuses to wear a mask during a pandemic. So clearly it was the same guy though, just tweeting at himself because it, Mm. it it wouldn't because like, you think that was the same guy talking to himself. Oh, absolutely. Like who else would tweet? I saw him anti-masking because you don't have to wear a mask in a coffee shop anywhere really at this point. So
4: (laughs) he's playing both sides of the coin that not only like you're a hypocrite, you get a million right up your ass, but then you won't wear the mask. (laughs) If you have a million vaccines up your ass, why would you need to wear a mask? You're safe. You know what? (laughs) The
2: tweet's two days old, but I might respond to that now, right? Like if I have (laughs) a million vaccines, I'm probably okay. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, if you have three or four, wear a mask. <laughs> a million, you're you're all right. Mm. Yeah, Lorna
4: got in a bar fight though really? on her vacation. Oh my god! Yeah, now that she's. Uh Kind of a character on the podcast.
2: Was she was she putting out the vibe too hard, and then like John had to sort of uh, get in there or something?
4: No, she her boobs were called out though by the angry patron at the bar, <laughs> in which she got the fight. So she said these people were about between thirty five and forty five, uh, <laughs> and there there was you know in the Florida Keys every bar has a parrot head type guy with a guitar, like Jimmy Buffett style music. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So someone want, requested a something but they were wearing a trump hat Mm. like a make america great hat and then the person with the guitar was like ah no i'm not playing that or doing that thing Mm. and then lorna gave that person the finger i'm paraphrasing and probably getting this all wrong the
2: the trump supporter the finger the MAGA. yeah Uh, okay yes i
4: think this person was being rude in other ways beyond just requesting the song and then the person got up and snatched like grabbed lorna by the hair pulled her back
0: yeah and was it was was it a man or a woman
2: not that it matters woman woman so the the woman was wearing a trump hat and then lorna gave her the finger i think the (laughs) the woman who
4: attacked was defending her man's honor oh i see i think the man was wearing the trump hat (laughs) god and then grabbed her hair grabbed lorna's hair and pulled her back and then john Who had to get up and separate it but he was laughing because he thought it was just a funny scenario (laughs) it's hard to get john angry and then the next day they see these people again like the the it didn't come to a fist like punches but lorna did throw a kick to the woman's shins as they were getting separated (laughs) lorna said she was wearing these like sharp wedges and hit her in the shins with a sidekick like is this the next day or okay so that no this was when the the hair is being pulled and John separates them but (laughs) as John is separating Lorna from the woman Lorna got a good kick to the shins (laughs) okay the next day they're on a patio and they see the couple again oh god and the woman comes up to Lorna and is like, look at you and your big fake tits and all that. And started
0: <laughs> Oh my goodness. And Lorna's
4: flattered because her boobs aren't fake, right? <laughs> so Lorna was like, that's a compliment, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah then 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 john just laughed at it again yeah john john found all this very funny i forget he, I I think he had john. a comment or something oh my god yeah yeah
0: he's got the right disposition where are they are they in florida is that where, where are...
4: they just got back right, yeah, they told, the told me the story when they got back That's but wild. it was it kind of made their trip they had this really fun experience with this so overall it was a good thing that is
2: uh, the attack was the perfect level of violence where it was comical funny well i got into an uber uh, in america recently uh and it was like a you know 10 minute drive and um on the back there's a bumper sticker on the back of the the car that said let's go brandon on it are you familiar with let's
4: go brandon only because john said the person made a Brandon comment and I didn't know
2: that's a thing against Biden. Yeah. It's like, fuck Joe Biden is, is the euphemism I guess. Uh, so I was like, Oh, okay. Well, this is going to be interesting. This person has like a lot of like American flags, uh, like bumper stickers and let's go Brandon bumper sticker. And and I'm like, okay, this is going to be interesting. And so, uh, would you guess what, like the demographic, uh, of this,
0: of our driver was.
4: When you say demographic, you want age and race. Yeah. Okay. He was 45 and white.
0: Mike. Yeah, I'd I'd go with what Shane said. Oh, no, maybe younger, maybe maybe like maybe like twenty eight and white. I would guess early thirties black woman, huh? There you I go. I was like,
2: okay, this immediately got way more interesting because you know the stereotypes you have of a Trump supporter are a certain thing. So I uh, we were chatting. I was like, you know what? This is one of my favorite exercises: try to talk to somebody that is maybe slightly outside of your your own milieu. And um, we, she, she, I know she's listening to a podcast. She's not listening to music because most uber drivers listen to music right and i asked her i started asking what kind of podcast she listens to a bunch i never heard of she mentions joe rogan i'm like okay okay and then i know the the cab ride or the uber ride is gonna be like 11 minutes long but i don't know i don't want to like open with the question about the bumper sticker i want to wait till like the six minute mark because (laughs) if it goes a little sideways yeah if it goes a little sideways then i know i only have like four or five minutes left I go, hey, I, you know, don't mean to uh, pry here, but I noticed your "Let's Go Brandon" sticker on the back, and I was just kind of curious about it. And she goes, "Oh, you, you know, this Uber is a service-based uh, job. We're here to provide a good service, and we don't need to talk about any of that stuff." I was like, "No, no, no, you know, um, I uh, I'm Canadian, so you know, this is not as much of a hot button issue as it might be down here. But I'm just kind of genuinely curious, like, you know, what, why." you post why you you know would put that on the back of your car and what it means to you. <clears throat> and she started talking about how she's from a military family and she <clears throat> doesn't think liberals respect like service people as much and that she's a constitutionalist. And she thinks that Biden is like an old slurring dude who has no strength where like Trump for as faulty as he is, he at least like demonstrated like American strength in the situation in Ukraine and blah, 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 like wouldn't have happened under Trump. So it was kind of interesting to hear her talk about all that stuff, and then I was like, "Oh, uh, she also she's like, I'm for gay marriage, you know." She made the joke about how like gay people have just as much the right the right to be as miserable in marriage as everybody else does, you know that, that joke? Yeah, uh, a hack joke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and um, but, it, but it was actually a really nice uh, ride, and and I was like, hey, you know, what's your what do you say like your main issues with like the left are and, and she kind of got into talking about how, you know, a lot of people on the left are full of shit and they're like elite and they say one thing but actually do another and that they're condescending and they're hypocritical. Sounds like you at the Starbucks, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Old anti mask max. Um And, you know, and and in some ways I agree with uh, that assessment of the left that they that people on the left, including myself, sometimes uh, could be considered condescending or elitist or whatever. Um, Well, you're always thinking of the extremists on the left when you're criticizing. Yeah, of course. Of course. And that's, you know, so I so I did on the way I was like, you know, it was really nice talking to you. And uh, it was nice to have like a human interaction because there's so many just like you know chirping at each other uh, on twitter and online and that that kind of goes leads to nothing um, whereas like a conversation like this, where you don't have to agree with them at all, but you can just sort of have a human interaction it is really positive. And I, and I was like, and by the way, like I'm definitely, you know, another talked, like I'm definitely on the left. I'd probably like identify with like basically almost every progressive cause I, I, I'd, I'd champion, but I do apologize for all the annoying people on the left that really just make matters worse and alienate people like you. And she had like a good laugh about that. But, um, it was, it was really cool. Like I liked I like yeah. and, and it kind of made me think about the guy who yelled at me at Starbucks. And I was like, ah, you know, I almost wanted to invite him to the show. The guy, the guy seems like he's uh it, he seemed like a little too unruly. Like it wasn't like, you know, this woman, Jasmine's her name, the Uber driver. She, I can invite her to a show and she'd probably have a great time. This guy, <clears throat> if you're someone yelling at somebody across from a Starbucks and calling them a fucking asshole, that's where maybe it becomes like a little precarious. Like, would you have invited them to the show?
4: Sorry, invited the Uber driver
2: or the person the who was The Uber driver, really I would have invited the show no matter what, but the, yeah, the yeah. Starbucks guy.
4: Yeah, trolls, they they turn easy. To make a troll <laughs> a friend is the easiest thing in the world. Oh, really? <laughs> Someone who's really angry, they they just want a friend. <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel they, too. They'd, they'd come, yeah. But I am shocked that the uber driver wasn't champing at the bit to get into that conversation having that bumper stick mm. right yeah, because she's an uber driver she was just like no i'm just here to do my job she was very like level-headed about it every time i get into an uber it's just hey i'm kind of glad the twin towers went down and i'm like <laughs> i'm like oh i'm always forced into a weird thing <laughs> every time so often. Up- if it's a drive over 20 minutes, I get caught up in a weird conversation that I just have to be like, really? Oh, that's interesting. And I, I'm always caught into it and I never want to be. But yeah, I was surprised you tried to lure her in and she rejected it. Yeah, no, She, she was
2: very chill yeah, about it. Good on her. Yeah, I love, I love American Uber drivers because really it's like, you know, you just hang out in your own little bubble all the time with the same five mm-hmm. opinions and you, you get in an Uber, it's like a whole new world.
3: Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
2: I was reading the paper today that, uh, you know, Trudeau and Jagmeet Singh are forming this coalition government. So yeah. the liberals can keep working. And like sources say that... Um, the, the talk started when Trudeau congratula- like texted Singh and congratulated him on um, his new baby. And that's what got the talks rolling. I'm like, is that all it fucking takes is just like members from different parties just to send like a pleasant personal text about something non political to get them to get along a little bit more? Because it's so fucking annoying when I, when I hear like the tribalism between any party you be like well because i'm a liberal like no 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 conservative you know it's like oh but all it took was like 1% person interaction and i know i'm simplifying it and i know there's a lot of reasons outside of a personal text why they needed to make this deal but uh but i do wonder i'm i, mean, I, I want to get like um Adam Vancouverton on the pod, ask him about uh, his minglings with other party uh, members.
0: Philosophically, it's always just with most things, business alliances, like uh, political alliances, it's about um, um, maintaining power. So it's like, mm-hmm. if you make alliances, you're giving up power. And a lot of like the, the starting position for like a lot of these things, because like, I know like usually we're just like, why don't people just talk? We'll accomplish more if we all work together. And usually like that's sort of at odds with the goals of what people are setting out to, to, to do whatever that endeavor is. And that's the basically like control. Right. And so it's like Mm -hmm. stay at the top. So it's like, they don't usually reach out until they need uh, like some sort of alliance. You know what I mean? Even though for the people, especially in something like politics, it seems like it would benefit more people if like our leaders would sort of work together to get us all sort of what we need. But the name of the game isn't necessarily, even though it seems like it's to get, you know, your voters what they want. It's usually just about sort of like uh, getting power and then maintaining it and sort of like, you know, controlling the purse.
2: Yeah, that, that's uh, disappointing. You know, it sure is. Yeah. Anyway, um, topics. Who's got one? How much you guys think balloons cost?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think I know this. I think I got Good some question. balloons like uh, back in October for Winona's birthday. But is it is it twelve cents a balloon?
4: I don't know. Let's. I'm thinking I for Alex's birthday. I'm referring to. Yeah. I purchased like a big. Champagne bottle that was filled with helium. It's pretty big. Yep. And then there was like a rock or something to hold (laughs) balloons down with, like maybe twelve balloons attached to that. And then a big three and a three, big inflatable. You know, you see them all the time. The gold color. How much you think that cost me?
0: (sighs) it's Thirty. It sounds like
2: a lot of the work was done for you. Yeah, Uh, you'd
0: get it done at the store. I'm going to say thirty dollars. Forty five dollars. 140. Whoa, <laughs> what?
4: Yeah. That seems wild. For Alex's birthday, in my attempt to make up for not getting her a gift on her birthday, <laughs> I spent 500 bucks. Yeah, that's <laughs> wow. what happens. What else? Where's the rest of the money going? Dinner at the keg. So that was 110 plus tip. So that um, delivery. 110. Like Did you guys a, not drink? Cause
2: <clears throat> no,
4: no, no. That, this was takeout. Mm, uh, okay. Okay, so that, oh, roses and a dozen roses. How much you think that costs? That's expensive. How much you think? Mm. I'm assuming you've never bought those, Max, so <laughs> I'll, I'll go to you. I'll ignore it, Mike. Like
0: 50 bucks, maybe?
4: No, nope. Higher? Double that, Mike. Wow. hundred.
0: For a dozen. hundred
4: right there. Wow. It came with a vase or a vase. Right, right. I didn't know that. I thought the rose, I, I, I've never really purchased flowers for Alex before, so I was like, I guess that's normal. So right there we're at. 300 and something and and then (laughs) she wanted like a brunch so then you do brunch uber eats it the kids need treats and stuff too and then there was a lunch same thing so that was a brunch into a lunch same day yeah it was was a brunch and then we had lunch at two Mm. and then we ate dinner at like late three square meals look at that Yep. So that's 500 bucks to not get a gift.
0: How did it go over? (laughs) Was it money well spent? Did she feel loved and appreciated like you went all out that you put Mm. thought into it? Yeah, she might have been
4: overcompensating, though, because I had a little bit of a speech the night before where she was saying that her birthday's in March break and her parents are always away for her birthday so she never feels special on her birthday. <laughs> and in college, she had this story God,
2: where. spare me.
3: She, <laughs> you know, honestly, Alex comes from
2: the most like loving home ever. It always like makes me laugh. It's like, oh, my birthday is like John and Lorna could not be more like loving, providing parents, like in the history I know, of parents. And she acknowledged that, okay. but she said it cut off when she was 18. She said she only the, had the the best was, birthdays was ever off, yeah.
4: when she was 18. Then she turned 19. She was away at college and there were some mean women who were her roommates and they knew it was her birthday and they didn't really say happy birthday or anything in the day and then when she got in from class at night they were eating a birthday cake but just because they wanted to eat a birthday cake and they ate the cake in front of her and then Alex was really (laughs) upset wow she went to western and then she, <clears throat> upset, she drove back to Hamilton, and then her friends had to make it up for her and throw her a big party. But Alex is crying telling me this story. <laughs> about the, the night, cake. Well, Yeah, about the cake. And I haven't gotten her shit at this point. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, flower <laughs> delivery, last minute, let's get some balloons in here. Yeah, a big champagne bottle of three. Yeah, we'll eat the keg. I'll have brunch and everything waiting for her. So I, I hope to make up for it. But I think if I just had a gift that was like
2: 250 bucks, mm. it would have gone further. Yeah, that, yeah, that's that's always the case. If you if you plan a little bit ahead and you just are thoughtful about it. And you just nail it
0: and get it out of the way. Then you're not scrambling and throwing money around. I feel like I'm in that situation all the time. I have thrown so much money. I I left like stocking stuffers to the last minute for Christmas for mm. Danica, and I literally probably spent four hundred dollars in a Shoppers Drug Mart, just grabbing the weirdest shit like Sudoku fucking puzzles, like scratch tickets, her favorite chocolate, like just loading up. And you get to the counter, and it's almost they they know exactly what is going on. Like, oh, you've left this left this till December 23rd or 24th, and this is you're going to pay for it, and you do.
4: I, I hope Alex doesn't listen to this pod because she asked if I got all this stuff last minute and I
2: didn't. <laughs> hey, do you ever like call her out though on 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 these like sort of like petty yes. moments of PTSD <laughs> that she claims to suffer? Like, and then when I was at Western, Max, <laughs> this beautiful blonde girl, the- wow, <laughs> well, Max going in hard. <laughs> I, I, well, my I parents her- didn't give me a nice birthday. <laughs> <laughs> what are we What are we talking about? Like, stop it.
4: I call her a moron. Just give me a chance to fail. Don't assume I'm going to fail. Mm. It all started because we were at a Fortino's shopping and she saw cakes and she pointed at them mm. was like, Hey, we could get a cake. And I was like, come on. I was going to, I have a cake that I'm going to get you. And now like, do you want this cake or do you want a dairy queen cake? I thought you liked ice cream cake. And then I was a little in a huff. Mm. And then she explained why she's, sensitive about cakes and I was just telling her I'm sensitive about her assuming that I'm not going to get her a cake and it was you know this weird conversation that we had that ended in tears
0: <laughs> <laughs> and and no cake did you go with the cake or no cake
4: I, I go oh the cake sorry that cake was $60 too yeah you did oh, get a wow. cake
0: okay right
4: I got a cake a big Dairy Queen cake and Out of spite, I had the person at Dairy Queen write, enjoy your cake (laughs) (laughs) on the cake. So no happy birthday, just enjoy your cake. Uh, And I just plopped it down like eat, you know.
0: (laughs) And now you get part 2 of the of the birthday, which is which is the basketball game. You're going to Raptors mm. Cleveland, very exciting.
4: Well, that was pissing me off too. Then she was acting like the uh, the trip n- now the trip all of a sudden is for me, right? It's like Homer Simpson buying the bowling ball for Marge. Yeah, it's yeah. like, yeah, we'll go to your basketball game and like I thought you liked all this. She's like, yeah, but it's our trip. And then my my stepmom was like, "Oh, your birthday's over now." She said this yesterday. And I said, no, it's not. We're going on a trip for Alex's birthday. And then Alex was doubling down. No, this trip's for both of us. And that pissed me off. <laughs> it's like, what's what's for your birthday? What's not? What's a gift? Did you get no gifts this year? Just balloons? Yeah, it's so all, all very annoying. We're keeping all this, by the way. Okay, yeah, we can't, we're
2: not, we're not getting rid of any of it.
4: Good. I just hope she doesn't listen, which she hasn't <laughs> been listening yet anyway. So that's me venting.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness. The, actually, this birthday, by the time it's all said and done, if you, if you add in the basketball tickets, what you're going to spend in drinks at the game, this is going to be $1, this is a $1,000 birthday. Oh, this,
4: three nights at a hotel. Oh,
0: Mike, you're looking, this is like a $1,500 birthday.
4: So uh, the, the meals, we're going to eat everything. Yeah. Yeah. The tickets, you don't want to know how much these basketball tickets were, Mike. You know, if you sp- go wait last minute and get oh, these yeah. stub hubbers, <laughs> yeah. it's like 750 bucks. Oh tough. my God. That's tough. It's insane. Max could just call in a favor if he if wanted to. <laughs> yeah. Stroll into the game. Like, you're going to be at that game, probably. You don't even give a shit. Last minute, you'll make the decision. Like, Ash, yeah, I don't know. As long as it's pretty good in the hundreds, I, uh, yeah, I'll bring Anthony. Like, you'll just do that, right?
2: <laughs> no comment. You're going to be at the game aren't you well now, now that you mention it maybe i'll maybe i'll go <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> and you're gonna have better tickets than me uh,
0: I'll,
4: I'll film it i'm gonna film you at the game and put it on
2: instagram this is you incredible know, we'll i was really tickets. considering but now that you've said all this i do kind of want to go now so that'd be cool yeah yeah um <laughs> uh, mike what do you got
0: uh a couple things i saw um well, there was two. I saw that there was a uh, there was a news story in the New York Post uh, about a woman who had brain surgery, uh, but she continued to uh, post on her OnlyFans. Um, so the headline and of the while New she York was post in post brain surgery, the, I had brain surgery, but kept taking nudes in my hospital bed for so many
4: niche sexual interests. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So the question there was going to be about uh, the commitment to your work. Is there anything that you love <laughs> doing so much that you would you would continue to do so even through brain surgery? Uh, so the the other one was. Um, the story of Rachel Zegler who starred in West Side Story directed by Steven Spielberg. There was a story that, so she, I guess, shared either in an interview or maybe she tweeted that she wasn't invited to the Oscars. So West Side Story is like, I think nominated for some maybe technical Oscars. I'm not sure. Mm. But she had said, I'm not invited. This caused like, you know, a bunch of outpouring sympathy. She's now presenting on the show. Mm. It got me thinking about the idea of if you've ever not been invited to a party and felt so Mm. sort of like, I don't want to use the word shameless, but like, like you were so determined to go that you were going to sort of speak up about it instead of just sort of like eating it with a bit of dignity. Or is that an old school thought? If you want something, go and get it. So would you speak up?
2: This sounds exactly what Alex did uh, when she came home from Western. She came home and told her friends that they didn't throw me a party and then her friends threw her a big party. And this is exactly the same thing. Yeah, it's pretty similar. It's it's
4: similar. I feel like the Oscars is more of an injustice though. Mm. Because you're in the movie, this is a a work thing. Ah, I see. That's true. So I think this woman has more of a leg to stand on and deserve to go. Mm. She's a main... She's
0: the main actress in the movie, right? I, I'm not familiar with She's the star. Yeah, she's this. the star of West Side Story. Okay, she plays, and she, yeah. she should be there. And she tweeted it? I think so. Yeah. She spoke up and then now she's mm. presenting. So not only is she like invited to go sit in the, in the crowd, but she's, it actually reminded me of um, years ago when Dumb and Dumber came out, uh, Jim Carrey got in uh, Jeff, Jeff Daniels, who obviously is the co-star of Dumb and Dumber. He went on Letterman and I think Letterman might've been hosting that year, but he basically told Letterman that Jim Carrey was presenting. Cause Jim was like a big star, the mask Ace Ventura and then Dumb and Dumber. It was kind of like this trifecta of huge movies, but Jeff Daniels went on Letterman and explained how, he wasn't actually invited and that the Oscars told him he would have to buy tickets for him and his family to like sit in the balcony. And like the, I remember the audience at Letterman being like, Oh, and it was like really sad. And I remember even as a kid, as I was watching this, I was like, Whoa, that's like weird. But I even thought it was weird that he would share that story on Letterman. Mm -hmm. It feels like a weird sort of not a, a super fun anecdote to share in a talk show. Anyway, you know, 30 years later, Rachel Zegler does the same thing. But instead of just not getting to go, she's now going to be on stage. She's going to have lines. line. She's presenting. Would you guys speak up in this situation or would you just sort of like meekly take the <clears throat> snub and, you know, throw your own little party at home?
2: Well, you know, the, <clears throat> I, if I were to do it, I would consult Shane because I feel like Shane is very good at strategizing how to concoct like the perfect tweet that makes it seem like genuine, but you're going to like achieve your motives like in a very sly, clever way. Like um, the other day, Seth uh, Rogan tweeted, did my mom just email the head of a Hollywood studio to get my project green light? Yes. Yes, she did. And like everybody laughed about it Ever That's so funny. That's uh, Seth, Seth is being Seth and his mom is being his mom. It's, it's, it's all great. But like that probably actually got the project greenlit, right? Like like there was some real, str- like he might've just made making the tweet to be funny, but I do think there was some strategy there to be like, you know what actually would get this thing done? If I tweet this thing and then the studio executives is going to be like, ah, oh, fuck. Okay. Let's fucking do it. That's funny. Now there's a tension around the project. Now there's a story around the project that we can talk about. So if I needed to get something done in a public way, I'd probably consult Shane because I feel like Shane would be very good at, uh. At, 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 with the psychology of how an audience might react. Would you agree, Shane?
4: I think, f- yes. But for you and I, it would be easy. We would just make a joke of it. Mm. And comedy diffuses anything. Mm-hmm. It's just the problem is if you're not funny, it can come across as snarky or mm. upset. So you have to approach it in a more direct manner. But I, I think this is weird not to invite her. So I think it should have been brought up.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. And what's interesting is I think, too, is it's like, sh- clearly she has people, management agents, all that stuff. Clearly she went through those channels to try and make the invite happen. And it was almost like she had to bring it to like a public forum and social media in order to make it happen. Mm -hmm.
4: Yeah. And I would bring it up. I'd go on the podcast and I would joke about it much in the same way. If I'm in a, not in a group chat or something, I, I joke about it, but it feels serious, but everyone knows I'm joking and you kind of tick both boxes off at once. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, hundred percent. Like I would bring it up instantly. Whereas I think if Mike brought it up, it might not that Mike's not a comedic person, but it wouldn't feel as Mike like to bring that up. Yeah. And I'd be like, oh, Mike's actually really pissed for you to bring that up. Whereas I think for me, it's the the comedic expectation to always be like, oh, I've been maligned again.
0: Yeah. For me to like, not just sort of take the snub and be like, huh, like internalize it. I'd ha- like, I'd almost have to bring it up in such an authentic, sincere way. Like I'd be vulnerable about it. Like, Oh man, this really hurt. You know what I mean? As opposed yeah. to, and then, and then, but then I would even be, I would be, yeah. I wouldn't even want to do that in a weird way. It's like this weird, like embarrassment thing or something where it's mm-hmm. like, I'd rather just keep my dignity and you know what I mean? Yeah. And not yeah.
2: say it loud. <clears throat> I I don't know if I'd want to, uh, show that I'm that hurt. I think the only way you can really do it is a joke. I think. Yeah. Yes.
4: That's my method for anything. I like to beat people to the story. I like to acknowledge it. What any people are talking about anyway, possibly behind my back. I want to own it and joke, joke Mm -hmm. about
2: it. Then I seem cool. Mm -hmm. Um, Guys, speaking of entertainment professionals, I wanted to get your opinion uh, because I think you guys are experts in this particular genre of entertainment. Um, and uh, yeah, I want to get your feedback because not only are you both uh, ad writers and, you know, promo guys and, you know, you, you develop themes uh, for brands, etc. You're also uh, great rappers, both of you. Both of you are great <laughs> at parody raps. And I don't know if you saw this, but Pusha T who's a very excellent rapper like people love Pusha T. he put out this uh ad for arby's it's a diss track towards mcdonald's have you seen this i didn't see it no oh okay i'm gonna it's, it's uh and a minute and 15 seconds i'm gonna play it into the microphone and i'll hold it to the screen here
0: quick editor's note for legal reasons we couldn't play the full song but if you want to pause this and take a look you'll hear us talk about it right now
4: that looks like a square sandwich too, though. <laughs> yeah. That looks like a square fish sandwich. Why? Well, it's strange. <laughs> that shot, That end shot made the, the sandwich look square. If I was the creative director, I would ask for that shot to be changed or not included. Well,
2: what's the deal? Is 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 the filet fish at McDonald's square or something? Well, yeah, it it's is. A, uh, yeah, it's yeah.
0: like a square patty or whatever you want okay. to call it. Um,
4: but the sandwich is always going to be ni- manipulated into a shape that's not fish-like. Or natural. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that rap doesn't impress me. <laughs> that, that was a very easy, basic rap. That wasn't cool. Like, I don't know for, yeah, for me, rhyming's very easy. <laughs> that, that didn't seem impressive though. Am I wrong? Like that was a very easy rap.
0: It was not only like sort of very, Basic, but the it feels like they spent all the money on paying Pusha T whatever he wanted because it's just literally a text video. It's literally just the it's like it's it's like a lyric video mm-hmm. and stock footage of like boats and gambling chips when he talks about whatever that was. The house, I, yeah, the host always wins. Yeah, uh, why? What were your thoughts, Max? Um,
2: I liked it in that it is definitely like something that like the blog world, uh, internet people of a certain age would find really interesting cuz Pusha T isn't necessarily a rapper for the kids but I think people like our age think Pusha T is an excellent rapper and the fact that he did this funny diss track for a fast food company is something Was that it I haven't funny really though? See. Was it funny? No, I mean the I don't say the the rap itself was funny but the premise is funny. Like I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Pusha T doing a, a, a diss track towards McDonald's for Arby's? Like that sentence is funny. Like whether or not the execution of it is funny uh, is maybe less the point. It, it's more- It
4: was funny that it was going hard. Yeah. And that is something we're not used to. It wasn't a fun rap. It was a blatant diss track that didn't seem overly commercial.
2: Yeah, exactly. So I so I thought that was good. And that was sort of like attention grabbing because I, I find yes. like we've reached like peak advertising or something where it's just like, what is there to be done? You know, like what more can we can we say that has, what jokes can we make that haven't been made already? Uh, so I thought, like as a, as a swing, I thought it was it was pretty it was pretty cool. And Pusha T is also a great idea. like a rapper of you know consequence, right? He he definitely like means something. And so the fact that got him to do yeah. it also got me thinking, like, what other artists would you like to hear parody songs from that would be like unexpected, like artists that actually because you know, um, for instance, like Casey Musgraves, who people really love and adore, she covered. I think a Coldplay song for Chipotle. <laughs> and I think a lot of people were like, uh, what What the fuck? It's like this very like emotional, so somewhat schmaltzy ad. And so that's an example of like Chipotle go- asking like a big artist to cover another artist, you know, and that's, but I think most people are like, what, what? she's covering Fix You? Oh, I don't know what song it was again, but I was like, okay. Like it just didn't, it didn't feel cool. And this one, whether or not he nailed the rap, I think it kind of feels cool.
4: I don't know if it feels cool, but it's funny. And I like the the idea of going hard and actually dissing another company. It's funny. Mm -hmm. This could have been so much better. Mm. If the rap was actually really good and it was like really scathing and even had f-bombs and whatnot i think that could have elevated i it. like
2: the way they they leaned into this is a paid advertisement uh yeah i thought that was cool because normally i guess they have to like notify that as an ad um but yeah so so, so if you guys were producing this ad you would have told Pusha to write harder bars if we're gonna go for it let's go
4: for it and there was probably so he probably wanted to and then there was corporate doctoring and they split the difference and they ended up with what they ended up mm. with i i can imagine a world where M doesn't amazing mm. rap and it's just, it transcends the Arby's ad.
2: Interesting. What, what do you think Arkell's could do a song for? Like a funny song. That's like sort of like, feels like an emotional Arkell song, but actually uh, is, is sort of silly.
0: Like the, maybe, uh, is there like a local football team you guys could do a song for? <laughs> <laughs> We've done that already. Right, right. Tie cats so home. would it be
4: taking a, an existing Arkell song and, twisting no, I think it'd be the a, a new song
2: it'd be a new york house song
4: see I, it, that's hard for me to do i could think of like if you were trying to do a like let's say there was a tiger cats had the rival mm. coming to town the argonauts and then you took uh i forget the name of this song but it's like i dislike you <laughs> and i don't like where you come from yeah, I mean, what's that song and called? Yeah, yeah that would be funny to me because uh, yeah. I, I dislike you is such a funny <laughs> yeah, and
0: it's so clunky compared to i adore yeah. you like yeah. I dislike, I dislike you. you, and I don't like where you came from. So go home and stay there
4: and stay there. Fuck you. I hate the Argos and then some. That would work for me. That works for me.
0: Are you? Are the Kells looking to get into the parody game in some sort of ad-related uh, endeavor? Uh, no, no. But you know this push a ad kind of game. See, I, but I yeah. Parody versus
2: a straight up new song.
0: Would you do it? Would you do a song like, like singing about like the virtues of Levi's jeans? Oh, that'd be kind of cool. Like, you know, You'd do
4: that. Yeah. That could be cool too. Built so tough
0: or whatever, you know, the, <laughs> yeah. the song is. But so what you're saying is you guys are open for business. You're down. Yeah. You're yeah, down yeah, to yeah. Hit us up. Yeah. Yeah. Just hit up. A major yeah. Ash. She'll tell you yeah.
2: Yeah. Or nah, real, real quick.
0: All right. Uh, just before uh, we wrap up and I got a, a question or two about Buffalo so we can close there. I wanted to let our listeners know we're drinking Sapsucker. You can get 20% off if you use the, Code HANG20 at the SAP shop. It is shop.sipsapsucker.com. Uh, this promo code will be valid during the month of March. So get in on that now. These are delicious. Maxi. I wanted to ask before we go. I saw uh, uh, one of the one of the videos you posted. Was you guys doing um, the Goo Goo Dolls song "Iris" mm. uh, as one yeah. of your sort of big encore songs? Mm-hmm. It, you know, gave me the chills. That song is, is a banger. It's fun that you guys did it. It sounded like an amazing cover. Um, I was wondering if maybe you could give us the standout moment from the three nights to sort of leave our mm. listeners with. Like, what stood out to you? What was like the one thing that in twenty years from now, when someone goes, "Oh, that three night stand you did in Buffalo," the one thing you will remember.
2: Well, we tried to do a different Buffalo cover every night. So the first night, we did Rick James' uh, Give It To Me Baby uh, in the middle of uh, People's Champ, which was really cool. And the horn section killed it. Night two, we did Iris by Goo Goo Dolls. And there was a lot of debate as to what Goo Goo Dolls songs to do. I don't really know any Goo Goo Dolls songs except for Slide and Iris. And I will say that the... Outward disdain from every band member about doing Iris was palpable. Mm They, yep. the, they were making faces the whole time. They're like, this that's is why the I like the song. choice. Cause it's one of yeah. those
0: songs that people, it's one of those songs. It's at. like,
2: this is like, you know, Tim was like, this song fucking sucks. Like everyone's like, this song fucking <laughs> blows. Why the fuck are we doing this? And I was like, okay, let's do slide. Okay. You guys seem to like slide a little bit more. We'll do slide. And we ran in and slides a good song, but it's no Iris. Like Iris has, no. has the sing along. It's right? a banger.
4: Iris is everything. It's a hit song. It's also funny yeah. to sing.
2: <laughs> exactly. So you get both. You, you Totally. It's anthem. And then it's anthemic Mm -hmm. and um everybody knows it like most people know slide but like everybody knows iris so on like the monday before we had the shows i was like guys i'm making an executive decision here uh we're doing we're doing we're doing iris because like people it's gonna it's gonna go off and of course it went off and it was fucking awesome and then um the uh, the last night, we kind of ran out of Buffalo songs to do. We're like, who else is from Buffalo? What are we doing?
0: <laughs> Let's do uh, Buffalo Springfield cover. Yeah,
2: yeah right. <laughs> so we, um, and I know there's other artists from Buffalo, like Andy DeFranco, and there's some rappers and stuff that are that are great. But um, our buddy, uh, Tim Maroney, who listens to the pod, so shout outs to Tim, uh, who's been uh, our pal from Buffalo for like a decade. He's been asking us to cover Huey Lewis in the news for 10 years. And, yeah. and, like, and I'm always like, yeah, 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 next time, next time, next time, we'll cover it, we'll cover it, we'll cover it. And then we finally did it. We did uh, Power of Love. And that song is fucking awesome. So that might have been the highlight. I don't know. Iris or Power of Love were tied for first. They were both uh, awesome moments. Power of Love is a banger.
0: Yeah. The uh, Back to the Future soundtrack.
4: Do you think you'll ever forget a guy telling you that you had a million <laughs> vaccines up your ass? <laughs> no, that one's going to stick out.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, shout out that guy in the Starbucks at Buffalo. And uh, I'm glad it was a great weekend. And thank you everyone for listening. That is it. That is all. That is our podcast. Leave a comment, leave a rating. And check out Sapsucker. Like I said, hang 20 at the sap shop. Guys, this has been a great hang.